Do you have a show or a YouTube channel, podcast, or relevant product that you want to promote at the top of the Elseworlds Exchange? Well, now's your chance, man. For 50 bucks, you'll get a month's worth of plugs at the audio version right here of the Elseworlds Exchange. Right at the top of the show, first thing they'll hear, now it'll probably still be my voice, but you'll write up a short one-minute plug, we'll record it, and toss it at the front of the show. Or, alternatively, for 20 bucks, you can get a month's worth of plugs at the end of the show. Right after you hear us sign off, same deal, one-minute scripted plug for your stuff. How do you take advantage of this incredible opportunity? Just go to therealcomicpop.com, hit the contact button at the top, and fill everything out, and we'll work it out through PayPal. By the way, we do reserve the right to reject or accept based on our own personal taste. I'm not going to plug your Nazi podcast, man, I'm sorry. You know what, I'm not sorry about that, but you're not going to do it anyway. So, go to therealcomicpop.com, hit the contact button at the top of the page, fill everything out, and we'll work it out. Worth it. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes the friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. Mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusade of the law. Hey, everybody, welcome to Worlds Exchange, and ho, 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 and happy holidays and all that. I'm Sal. And I'm Joel. We're doing a holly jolly spectacular special here on Worlds Exchange. It's not really that much of a big deal. We're not doing, like, the whole no. special guest stars and all the stuff, but we are going to talk about all those yeah. tropes that, uh, that influence holiday specials, because we're going to create mm-hmm. one ourselves. Let's. I was thinking about uh, revisiting the old episode where we talk about holiday specials, our favorite holiday specials from a couple of years mm-hmm. back. Uh, this mm-hmm. is the redemption for that episode. Uh, by creating our own in comics, we're going to take a comics event and holiday tailor it. Mm. So the idea is it's either going to be a holiday special or a holiday event. It's going to be determined by the, the, the creative muse. Where it comes from, I don't know. But So we're going to start by asking the chat... To tell us what universe we need to play in, yeah, because it make this thing start, because that's going to make a big difference. Because here's the thing: the holiday icons, a la Santa, exist in both universes, but play by completely different rules in each universe. I was reading the Santa wiki for DC and Marvel before mm-hmm. we started here. DC, for one, is way shorter. Santa's only ever showed up a handful of times, but he did exist, and they make a point of saying, yes, he is indeed St. Nicholas, the Turkish saint uh, who who, uh, did all the miracles and everything. Marvel's is way longer, but way more confusing, where they're like, yeah, Santa was a guy, and also maybe he was a mutant, too. Yeah. Oh, no, Marvel has made Santa, like, a main, like, an actual character, and you can, like, go hang out with him, he can join <laughs> the Avengers. Whereas, they often do. Yeah, and DC's is just, like, no, it's just, it's Santa. Like, it's, he's, he's not gonna, like, talk to Batman. <laughs> Although sometimes he did back in, like, the Silver Age, I think there's a great, the, the quote on top of Santa's wiki page for DC is Batman saying, if you can't trust Santa, who can you trust? Oh, my God. So... It's looking like a pretty big uh, tie. Uh, a lot of pushes for DC in the beginning. Strong showing for Marvel right away. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like Marvel might be a little bigger than DC in terms of uh, the, the, the chat's opinions. So right. we're going to go with Marvel uh, only because I think that's the way we're going to go. Um, All right. You see, I'd have picked DC because I think their Santa is more malleable. But hey, it's the season of giving and we got to give the people what they want. And that's the thing for me. Like the question is because we're going to go into uh, the tropes and the trappings and the the minutia of a holiday special. All the great things that make a holiday special a holiday special while also trying to I'm going to try and like ground it a little bit because the question is, is it going to be like an event the way that you would expect uh, a, a comics event to be, 
that mm. just happens to come out around the holidays or 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 terminate towards the holidays? Or is it going to be just a one-shot graphic novel that's super big? Yeah, like special. The way that Ye- DC occasionally will do with their rebirth specials. That's true. Or even like the holiday specials that both companies have done, which are almost always anthologies and always extra long and always showcases for new talent. I think we should make it an event a la like, you know, Civil War or, you know, Dark Knight's Metal, because no one's done that. The closest thing we got was for Halloween when they did the witching hour. And even then, hey, it's a paranormal spooky book. We just gave it an event during a spooky time. And there was also this is going back a ways, but the long Halloween that's right. Which also managed to do that fun thing of hitting every holiday. Mm, yes, think, that's right. I think why not just steal that idea? Mm-hmm. The event is going to be it's it takes place over it's a 12 month story. Each month gets a holiday. Right. But it ends the 12th issue will come out uh It'll start on Christmas and end on Christmas, or it'll it'll start in December and end in December. See, I thought you were going to go the other way. It says it's going to be 12 days. It's going to be the 12 days of Christmas each issue. I kind of like that. Yeah, maybe we should just keep it in the winter. Yeah, I mean, All that's right. it. You know what? Yeah, 12 days, but it'll be 12 issues, and each issue will be like a day. Or it'll represent the day. It won't actually necessarily – it won't be like 24 it's it's a shame that we're doing Marvel because you could so easily steal Countdown to Xmas because how many countdowns have they That's had? True, and it would be a weekly series, except it would mm. have to be 52 issues or some friggin' nonsense. Shit, yeah. Yeah, you know what? Maybe we should move it to... to t- nah, you know what? We, we, we stuck where we are. You know what? Marvel can only benefit from some of the, the, the trappings that DC tried that actually work. Indeed. Um, so, by the way, I did have a handy-dandy graphic uh, for wit- for who won. Uh, Marvel won. Here's a little picture of Marvel during the holidays. <laughs> Which there are some nice ones. Yeah, also, al- this is crappy, but I thought it'd be funny. Another thing that actually kind of works about the Marvel Universe is that you can have it be a Christmas event, but you can also include other holidays much easier because Marvel has a much more prominent Jewish community and so many more prominent Jewish characters. In fact, I think Hanukkah either just ended or will be ending no, it soon. just ended very recently. Uh, just ended day, very uh, recently. Yeah, like last week. But, uh, but yeah. By the way, Shalom and uh, Happy Hanukkah to all of our... Uh, Jewish uh, viewers who have just had their holiday. Yeah. We had a great time. Uh, let's jump into the super chats before we continue because I don't want to. I don't want it to build to like twenty super chats. Uh, <laughs> Scoro, since you guys are doing Redemption Month, any chance of commentaries coming back? That's a great oh, question. Oh yeah, uh, I'd like them to. It's just a question of timing. Uh, yeah, so we should try to do that at least once this year. I, I would love us to do some uh, Christmas themed uh, superhero shows. I know we never did Comfort and Joy. We never did Frozen Out which are some really good ones, but it's, it's, it's hard to manage that to be like, hey, watch us for this live show, but also listen along and watch along. Right. We have to give you like a, a link to a show that you wouldn't necessarily legally be able to watch unless you owned it yourself, and it gets dicey. But we'll it's, try it's, to make it happen. It's morally great. I mean, we could always record it in the off time and then just put it up if we wanted to take a day off. That's true, yeah. I mean, you guys wouldn't probably mind that. Uh, Will I am Golden? Can we fuse the universe? No, we've done that before. If you actually watch our the epic episode that Tiffany and I did, where we did like a Marvel DC epic crossover, uh, and and pitched like four different kinds, check that out because that's that's going to be where that is. Uh, Kevin Little, 
Comic Pop Santa, happy holidays. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm wearing my Santa hat. Um, oh. We uh, actually, Tiffany uh, told me to like bring them back to the office because like you never know when to use them. And I'm like, hey, it's holiday themed. I'll wear the hat. Uh, Good call. Daniel Preto, uh, new villain steals Santa's Omega level mutant power. Not a bad pitch. Uh, Mr. Roboto, Punisher's Xmas special or Ghost Rider Xmas special? Mm, um, he, they, they've had a couple. It's true. There's actually there's a classic Punisher issue that I always think about whenever the holidays come around, which is of Santa. It's a, the cover is Santa with shades holding a gun. Yes, I remember that one. Uh, and uh, Heartless Fang, is there any specific toy you guys remember wanting for Christmas? I remember wanting the Batman the Animated Series Batmobile back in the 90s, and I never got it. Uh. Um, yeah, for the most part, I always wanted like just more action figures as a kid. Uh, Same. So it wasn't really a question of like which particular toy. It was just kind of like more. Like a, I always wanted to bolster my like my X Men collection. I had a lot of like Marvel and DC characters, but mm-hmm. like I never really like I had more friends that had all the X Men X Force like figures, and I never really had a lot of those. I never got the Green Rangers Dragon Zord as a kid. <sighs> oh. <laughs> and they and they've re released it several times. Totally directed at guys like me, like, hey, are you in your twenties, work in the tech industry, and have a lot of disposable income? Do you want to drop four to five hundred dollars on this die-cast, amazing one? And I'm like, kind of, but where would I put it? But yes, but no. Yeah. And how will I buy it? I need to pay rent this month. What am I going to exactly. do? Exactly. Exactly. That's the thing. Well, hey, if you're willing to drop a whole month's rent on this toy you never had, and I'm like, Saban, you jerks, you know your audience so well. Oh, they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. 12 Days of Christmas. Um, although, I don't even necessarily think we need to even say Christmas in it. No, you really don't. And you, maybe you shouldn't, too, because you want this to, like, actually be something people want to buy and read all year round. It just happens to take place at Christmas. It's Die Hard. It's the Ice Harvest. That's the thing. It's Die Hard for Marvel. So it, it is technically a Christmas special, but people can also say, like, that's my favorite event. Yeah. You know, down the line. Uh, so, okay, if we're going to create this event and we're going to Die Hard it up, let's just do that. Like, let's just make it a Die Hard thing. Like, let's make it a, a, a situation where it's, like, I mean, like, unless you have a thing already, I'm just saying, like, let's just die hard it where it's, like, die hard in Marvel, where it's, like, regular Joe, extraordinary situation, against all odds, personal stakes, has to defeat them. While it is also, the holidays, people are stressed, there's extenuating circumstances because of that. Yeah. So we got, so we could do that. Uh, we also need to, of course, work in the tropes. Now, the question I have for you is... Regarding tropes, do we go where we're like, we're going to cherry pick random Christmas special tropes and just kind of like apply them when they're applicable? Or do we just go full Christmas Carol and just go like, it's tailored around the Christmas, a Christmas Carol? Mm, you know, again, you know, there's the, you could make an argument for both. I, I like the inherent cheesiness of a Christmas Carol. I like the trope of like, oh, he was a dick at the beginning, but the magic of the season warmed his heart. Mm hmm. At right. the same time, but again, I, I like the diehardiness of it too. H- how about this? We, you know, let's think of a good framing device. I think massive blizzard hits Marvel's New York like a biblical blizzard. Everything gets frozen out, and the heroes have to come together to do something and figure out who the hell did this blizzard thing, while also having to like you know dog sled across you know the Hudson and stuff. Sure, I love that. Uh, blizzard and Marvel. Um, I'm thinking. 
So, the, uh, right now the Avengers are in a goddamn celestial body in the Antarctic, so it doesn't really work for me. Yeah, but, that does, uh, yeah they, they wouldn't be affected. They'd have to come in. Right. But, uh, but I'm thinking about, like... <sighs> like Luke Cage and Daredevil and Spider-Man and the street-level folks. How would they deal with it? Well, because my thought was, like, okay, so we could do one of two things. We've got the idea where it's, like, uh, there's a blizzard that hits Marvel, and we see we check in on all these different characters and how they react to it. So it's more like an anthology or like one of those like, mm. love actually type stories, right? Because um, again, every issue it's twelve issues leading up to Christmas. So yeah, it's what it's what everyone's doing, right. and you could focus on each team. Like, hey, the X Men are snowed in at the mansion. What are they gonna do? Well, that feels more like a just a straight up holiday special, as opposed yeah. to like a. A story about a character and how it affects mm -hmm. that that one that, like that John McClane. This um, is true. So my thinking is okay. So like, if uh, we because we could always we could always check in on those characters and do that like punctuate it by that way. Uh, but I'm thinking like maybe even have backups in the single issues. Exactly. But if it's if it's Die Hard, if it's a character who is who is seemingly low powered against high odds. And we need to be in like, and by the way, Blizzard is great as a great framing device for being trapped in something, mm -hmm. right? Because like McLean is trapped because of terrorists. Yeah, uh, the character we're dealing with, we, have, we haven't identified yet, is trapped in a building due to weather and maybe a, a, a biblical blizzard. Right. Uh, I'm thinking since Avengers Tower is no longer applicable, since it's not a thing anymore, mm. um, we got two options. Uh, I could have picked another one, but I really don't want it to be an X Men event. Uh, I, we, the, the X Men can be involved, but I don't want the X. I don't want it to be the X Mansion. Right. We've seen that actually. There's actually a story. Uh, it's right at the end of Days of Future Past. Kitty Pride is trapped in the X Mansion. She has to fight a, an alien. Of course, she's oh. Jewish during the holidays. It's, it's actually a really, really good issue. Um, but I'm thinking Sanctum Sanctorum. That's fun too, because then you also get the whole TARDIS. Oh, it's bigger on the inside. There's all sorts of stuff going on here. And, and and my thinking is like it's not Doctor Strange who's trapped in the Sanctum. It's somebody who's not normally in the Sanctum who doesn't normally deal with Christmas or or with, deal with with magic and stuff. So, like they ducked in there to get out of the snow. They didn't know how bad it was going to be. Or there they offer or like Doc is out and they offer to do him a favor by clean by taking or watching over the the, the Sanctum while he's gone. I like that. They're like hey, water the plant speed the animals and as a result you know when uh, the 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 magical antagonist who is you know sees that the doctor is out and takes that they want to rob the house yeah to either well either to either rob the on um, from the outside in or to escape from inside mm. out and uh maybe i'm th it's funny because i just watched uh chilling adventures of sabrina with tiffany and there's a framing device in in, in sabrina where uh, there's a there there's some horror that's happening to the town, but they use the uh, the 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 external force of a weather problem to obfuscate the magical attack. So mm, I'm thinking like, what if smart? What if it's it like either the antagonist within the sanctum generates a blizzard to keep people away from what he's he or she is about to spring in the same right i like it i like it but i'm it's thinking obfuscated. it's keeping like i don't want to deal with all of them so i'll just i'll just snow them all out they'll be so busy like you know trying to dig out their driveways and get the water heaters working again they won't bother to see what i'm doing exactly plus like now that i've crippled the city like all kinds of other op it, opportunists are gonna take place what about the raft you know what i mean i was thinking either it would be the sanctum or be the raft oh those are really good see i like the sanctum because again you have no end of magical villains you could pull i would like to see the bad guy be an ice giant but of course you can't do laufey 
maybe like Luffy had a rival, someone so bad that, you know, like they kicked them out to Earth. He got locked up in the Sanctorum. And now on the anniversary, Christmas, he's looking to escape. Sounds good to me. Okay. I, uh, so are they, are they Ice Giants or Frost Giants? Is, is there a difference? Has Marvel made much of a difference between ice and frost? I, I don't know. It, it doesn't is, matter to me. So. Is, 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 there, is there a hierarchy here? Is right? frost better frost than sounds, ice? Frost sounds less severe than ice, but I'll, I'll take it either way. Uh, but yeah, so there's a there's an ice giant that, uh, you know, either it's a, it's a lieutenant of Luffy or it's a, uh, like, maybe it's, maybe it's a rival or a brother. You know, they, they, Marvel loves their brothers. They sure do. Um, they're evil L- brothers. L- L- Luffy's brother, who was so bad, even by ice giant there standards, they stranded him on ancient Earth. <laughs> Love it. Um, okay, so we've got this mythical uh, ice giant brother who was so bad that even, like, Luffy, maybe Luffy, like, helped. Maybe the secret or the big reveal is that Luffy helped. Uh, that's right. Up, you know, as a, that's- as a, in a Machiavellian, I need power kind of way. And it's a good way to work in the Thor and Asgard-like characters. Hey, maybe maybe that's the first Christmas. There was a great, terrible ice storm. <laughs> Odin came down to fight this guy with his big white beard, and everyone assumed he was Santa. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Odin being mistaken for Santa. I like that. I think that's actually been done once or twice. I think Odin has actually been mistaken for Agent Santa. I'm sure, that's a, that's a thing. Um, so we've got this ice giant that wants to that wants out. They engine they so how do they get out? Mm, that's true. Uh, they got guys on the outside is the thing again. If you if we want to die hard this up, you know there's there's layers to it. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. If we're gonna die hard it, then Laffy wants or Laffy's brother wants out. We'll name him in a minute. We'll come up with like a Nordic word for like betrayed or something. Yeah, um, yeah. Or or black ice something like that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but like. So you got uh, you got the 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 the, the damned brother who wants mm. out. But if you want to die hard, it you gotta have it look. You, ha- you gotta have it be like it looks like they want something. One thing, something altruistic or something like kind of big and unattainable. But it turns out it's actually really really like petty. You know. Right. Right. Uh, like Laffy want like Laffy's brother wants revenge, sure. But maybe he like teams up with the with like. A, a team or a bad guy or a you know like aim or hydra or i don't, I don't want to use them because they're overdone it's true they're kind of jar- you could make like the cult of ice giants make them like a bunch of like new wave vikings and everything who who are totally ready for the winter so they have dog sleds and they have ice picks <laughs> and they have everything they need for it like that's kind of a cool design aesthetic right yeah i like that hell it's like it's like a it's like a winter hand the mm. glove, if you will. <laughs> the glove. The mitten. <laughs> the mitten. Oh, but you got to tie them together because you don't want to lose both. <laughs> no, it's true. Uh, yeah, it was, sometimes you have the clamps. Uh, but yeah, so you got this team. I, I like the idea of it being an original, like, bad guy team. Mm. So there, it's like a cult that worships him that, like, maybe on the anniversary of his, you know, betrayal or his, you know, whatever, they, they worship or they, they commune with him and they work out this thing. So they, 
They, they, they launch an assault on the Sanctum on the outside where he is launching an assault or she, he or she. I like the idea of it being a woman, too. It, yeah, that'd be a, a sister. And that's why she got deleted from history, because uh, ice giants are naturally misogynist exactly. and don't give there a shit, even uh, though she was bigger and meaner than Laufey. Right. Plus, you get, a, you get to do a really cool design. I don't know why. I'm sorry, guys, but comic in, in comics. Women look cooler <laughs> if you get a chance to make them evil and stuff. P plus, you get, like, the whole Ice Queen, uh, Frozen Elsa thing you could do. Yeah. Uh, somebody in the chat mentioned that the wolf Skull from Norse mythology literally means treachery. Her name's Ooh. Skull. S-K-O-L-L. -L. Boom. You nailed it. All right. Skull, the the, the betrayed. Uh, scowl the Winter Queen. Yeah. Scowl the Winter, the winter Queen. Uh, <laughs> so, Okay. We've got the, the problem. We've got the main antagonist. We've got the sub-antagonist. Uh, we need... This is this is just for the... By the way, this is just the, the baseline plot. We haven't even mm -hmm. attached all the Christmas stuff to it yet. So Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that comes next. Or the holiday stuff, I should say. So you got all these other things. Now the question is, uh, who is it that is the, mm. the protagonist? How do they deal with it? Who do they get help from? Because we need a Carl Winslow type character to help. Them That's on the right. Outside. We need to call someone. Mm -hmm. And it needs to be somebody like Carl Winslow in terms of like, it needs to be somebody like who really can't help. Like, 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 you know what I mean? I'm dealing with a frost giant. I'll call Moon Knight. Like, or, or, or Misty Knight. Or Misty Knight. But like somebody who really can't help, but does the best they can. Who really wants to. And, and who ultimately does wind up helping, but it's just like, they can't, like, but like, you would, I, I would have preferred Thor, dude, but I yeah. guess you'll do because you're the only one to answer my freaking call. I yeah, see a lot guess, of guess we got you. I see a lot of, lot of references from Miles. They want Miles to be the the Carl Winslow character on the outside or the inside. That would be fun. I like the idea of Miles being the protagonist. I like that too, where it's like, okay, look, you know, hey, kid, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you some pocket money here. Watch my Sanctum Sanctorum on the weekend, right? While, while I'm away in another realm, there, I, I can trust you, right? You're, you're not busy, right? You're just going to school. You're being a junior hero. You can handle. I'll tell you what, if you do do this, I'll put in a good word with the Avengers for you that you watched my house and you didn't fuck anything up. Exactly. Uh, I like the idea that. Okay, so and this also gives Miles an opportunity to like organically have an event or a story tailored around him that isn't just like you're you're black spider-man we need to give you something because a movie about yeah. him is coming out like here's something totally new for you yeah exactly and something distinctly marvel for you to play with mm -hmm. and you can play it like you know where he's like ah you know i used to love christmas so much but you know now i'm getting older and it's getting more stressful and now i'm a hero on top of that now i have this new responsibility i'm learning so much about spider-man responsibility this christmas totally um Let's take a break. We'll get to the super chats, and then we'll uh, we'll jump right back into it. Uh, so now we have the protagonist. We've got the setting. We've got the antagonist, and we have a little bit of an idea about what the plot is. But we really don't know what Skull wants, mm -hmm. and we really need to to pin that down because it needs to be a fun like oh my god or or twist moment where it's um, like really that's what you're mad about, <laughs> right? Exactly, uh, Mr. Roboto. Uh, idea must read ev idea must read a very Wolverine Christmas a la <laughs> Jay Stewart. <laughs> nice. Uh Aaron Burke for DC Christmas of Christmas on Infinite Gifts. Ah, that's fun. Yeah, nice. Crisis Miss, I'm sorry. That was actually even <laughs> cleverer than I gave him credit for. Crisis Miss. There's too many gifts. Yeah. We can't stop them. They keep pouring in from the gift dimension. And we did get a super chat that was suggesting that Daniel Cage get involved, but it was retracted, so we'll, I'll just acknowledge. Thank you very much for giving me su your suggestion. Um Daniel Cage would be fun too. Yeah. 
Well, hey, we can focus on her, too. Where it's like, you know what? What does she really want for Christmas? Maybe Jessica Jones and Luke Cage have to leave her home alone to go help Miles out. And that's like a big thing for her. It's like, oh, are my family going to make it back in time for Christmas? <laughs> because she's a little kid, so she'll still believe in it and everything. And even in this world of amazing superpower, she still has a belief in Santa. How about this? If you want to use those characters, you want to do that kind of idea. I mean, it's an event. It's, and by the way, this event, it's, it sounds more like it would be a better graphic novel, self-contained kind of thing. Maybe four, it's getting there, maybe yeah. four issues, if we're going to, like, or eight, you know, but really, really, really condensed. Not really, we could probably stretch it into 12 days of Christmas, but I'd rather, I mean, for my wallet, for yours, I would probably want to make it like eight, but mm. tie-ins. Everybody gets a Christmas special tie-in that goes. What are they doing at the time? What were where were you when the great uh, New York blizzard happened? Exactly, and then hell, you call it like you know the the big frost or something. We'll come up with a with a better name, but like the the, the, the big chill, the big chill. <laughs> uh, but we'll come up with a better name. But like, uh, but the idea is that like this this frost hits New York, and how does it affect every? else how does it affect and they all have their own little self-contained like holiday opportunity to do a trope or to break that convention it's like an infinite number of possible times you could do like oh all the costumed criminals are like taking advantage of this to go looting in the streets so like you know daredevil has to stop them only to have the shocker be like oh i was getting a present for my kid you didn't know i had <laughs> you know this I, i'm such a jerk and this is the only time i could try and be a good father and daredevil's like god damn it oh hell yeah oh no i mean like you could even do that like that alternate version of like what happens on the raft but it's like the inverse like nothing bad happens like it's ironic that like you know you're trapped in the raft and turns out all these people like just needed a nice day or something you know whatever uh by the way naked pooper saying uh happy holidays guys keep it going okay we are uh christmas came early detective comics number 994 finally some good batman i can't that's what i'm hearing more, man i loved that issue um so yeah uh okay we're back uh to the main story, which now we know focuses on Miles Morales. We're at the halfway point in the episode. We're at the we're at the time when the story needs to break. So uh, Miles Morales is trapped in the Sanctum Sanctorum after taking a little bit of a holiday job. He's trying to get away from the holidays. He wants something distinctly kind of secular. Mm, maybe he's saving up for a gift is the thing. Maybe there's a girl in his life and what the money Strange was going to give him for this job, he was going to like, uh, you know, buy something really nice for her. Hell, a girl, his mom, either way. That too. Great. Um, maybe even, maybe Peter. Yeah, that too. You know, how you, you've done so much for me, Pete. I wanted to get you the perfect gift this year. Mm -hmm. uh, but the idea is that Miles, and I, I like the idea that Miles needs to like kind of learn to get the Christmas spirit or like to, to believe in magic again. It, it's a good trope. Yeah. Uh, that's first trope we're just going to cram in there that actually is not movie-based. It's just like, this is the trope of, like, the protagonist has to learn to get the Christmas spirit. Um, but I, that's why he takes the Doctor Strange job. He's like, there's nothing distinctly non-Christmassy more than a room full of occult items. Yeah, and plus, you know, you're teeing it up for Doctor Strange when he comes back and be like, oh, perhaps the real magic of the season was in heart. you. All along. I was like, "Wow, way to under, way to way to almost ruin my like learning of this message." You are so corny. Yes, now get out of my house. Yes. <laughs> By the way, you're fired. Poof. <laughs> Oh, man, with his webs, he's totally got a home alone trap the place for these guys because like, oh, man, there's like 12 of them and one of me and they've got like crazy Viking stuff going on. I got to like set up a bunch of traps. Oh, because he doesn't have his costume is the thing. So he's just running around costumeless in the house trying to set traps. I like the idea of him being costumeless 
I I think what he needs to do, we need to have a scene. This is just 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 not. It has nothing to do with the holidays, but like, we need to have a scene in which he um he makes a costume mm, like out, just for stuff he finds out of stuff he finds, and what he discovers is like ha- like some of it is enchanted or magical mm. based. So like he we winds up like kind of making more of a mess and more of a problem than he means to. Uh, he grabs some curtains, but turns out they're enchanted curtains. Right, they're like they're all the curtains of levitation, or you know, or or, or of, of obfuscation. So like he beca- he finds out like, well, except he can turn invisible too. So he can, but you know, either way, the idea being that like he makes a costume out of like artifacts from the sanctum that like makes that that allow for a great downloadable alternate costume. Like what about the Night of the Blizzard <laughs> Miles Morales costume? Maybe he goes raiding in Steven's closet and he finds like the really bad costumes he doesn't wear anymore and tries to put on like the spawn mask oh from the God. 90s. That's a great idea. And he's like, yes. why does he keep this garbage? Yeah. What even was this? That Him wearing Miles putting on the spawn Doctor Strange mask and wearing that for most of the adventure is friggin amazing. And maybe he tries to make them think he is Doctor Strange, like Venom Blast spell, ooh, invisibility spell. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, maybe Strange leaves the cloak there, and Miles and the cloak have to team up. I like that a lot. It's like, okay, cloak, you and me tag team these bad guys. And you could have, like, the hapless biking cultist be like, you said he wasn't gonna be here, man! Right, it's, it's, okay, so there's a story, it takes place on Christmas, it's a five-issue miniseries called Robin 2, Joker's Wild. Mm, I remember this one. Joker's alone. I'm sorry, Robin's alone. It's Tim Drake. He has to fight the Joker. And what he realizes is, I need to pretend to the Batman is here or Joker will kill me. So, like, Robin, for the first few issues, has to, like, basically do stuff to pretend that Batman is there, too. Mm. And when Joker finds out there is no Batman, he's like, oh, bets are off. And he just goes full tilt. So, like, that'd be great for Miles to do a similar thing where it's like, no, no, we, like, Cloak, okay, you're going to have to do this. And, like, that's where you get a couple of the Easter eggs of, like, Doctor Strange costumes. And you get the Cloak of Levitation, like, floating around and, like, Miles, like, throwing his voice. Or maybe, like, it's an answering machine of Doctor Strange. Like, you've entered the the Sanctum Sanctorum. Like, leave a message. Again, he Kevin McAllister's and he just plays old YouTube clips of Strange talking. Yes, he uses his cell phone to like he like you know he has the cloak hold his cell phone and play youtube clips of dr strange fighting Love it. by the hoary hosts of hoggoth uh, get down yeah this isn't it, really an event but it's really fun it is but <laughs> would, would, would it be too much again to bring it back to christmas on the 12th day miles is like it, it, it's been like a war of attrition like he's holding them off they've gotten into different rooms of the house but he's managed to close it off he's sleeping just a little bit but like on december 24th you know the giant gets free and this is really terrible but then Santa shows up because <laughs> Santa is real in this universe. It's like, Miles, what do you really want for Christmas? Send that thing back to the other dimension. Okay, but you got to really want it, though. You only get one Christmas wish. Do you really <laughs> want this? Oh, my God. Yes, Santa, for the love of God, use your Omega Mutant powers and deal with this. <laughs> I feel like if that was a one shot, I would do it. If it's like, if I'm going to charge like $6 for the story, there's no friggin' way Santa has to. But. We could do the same exact thing, but Odin shows up instead. Exactly. It's like, and then the man with the white beard came in, but it wasn't the one you were thinking. You were just saying that Miles keeps a journal? Yes, what yes, in the, the newest thing. framed like a journal, like Miles is keeping, like writing the story, but it's written kind of like in an, in a, in an homage to Dickensian type written, like writing. Like he's like, it was the night before Christmas. And like, you know. But All it's through like, the sanctum. Right. But it's like. 
it's like a, it's like Twas the Night Before Christmas poem and a Christmas Carol, and it's like per, first person, but it's written by Miles and it frames the story and the like. So we get that moment where he's like, and then the man, and then straight down the chimney and it's like not a chimney it's like a big open you know flaming cauldron or some crap yeah really down the chimney came a big fat man and a grizzled white beard and it's like Mm. and one eye and a fistful of justice or whatever you know (laughs) but it's odin and odin basically comes back to like to correct his mistake that like the idea was that if miles hadn't been there odin probably would have taken care of anything everywhere anyway because he's like oh no i i was I didn't tell anybody because I'm Odin. Why would I? Like, I was going to take care of this no matter what. And maybe that's, like, the secret where it's like, yeah, me and Laufey actually struck a deal to get rid of the sister back in the day. And I didn't want anyone knowing that. So I picked right now to come during the holidays and clean up my mess while Strange was away so no one would know. And I'm swearing you to secrecy now, Miles. There we go. And hell, like, maybe he, he's like, I didn't count on word of i didn't count on the secret ever having been get got uh, having gotten out so much that it would have that she would have worshipers yeah and the reality is like i didn't plan for this and when you can you know when, when you can help a god like you know you're it's a great day i don't know some freaking lesson or, or something like i i owe you one miles right and you know I was trying to think of, like, there's a line in an actual Spider-Man comic where he says, like, but when when a god owes you a favor, I guess that's not bad or something like that. (laughs) It's the greatest gift of all. Yeah. Uh, Will I Am Golden says, Genki, Fabio, and the champions come over and have a house party. Oh, see, that would be I like that where it's like he tries to get a message to Gank being like, I'm under attack here. I don't have my costume. These guys have like powers and tech and everything. You you got to go get my friends. You got to warn people. And then like it's Gank just trying to make his way through this terrible blizzard, almost dying, trying to find people. And that's like his heroic moment. It's like, you know, Miles, he went all night for like 12 days trying to get you help during like a crisis in New York. And like maybe he helps people along the way. Way and maybe he meets other heroes and then by the end they all show up but it's like nah miles and odin dealt with it That's by the time you got there the idea of Genki, like bumping into other superheroes and then inadvertently helping those heroes in a like a little adventure you don't really get to see much of but mm. at the end of the day like he has like a whole team of heroes that are ready to step in and help out yeah and help out and then they don't you know, and then they have nothing to do, so they all just kind of kick their feet up and like enjoy a hot cup of Joe at the expense of Doctor Strange. Like, that would be the thing. That's, that's the, the ending. That is. That's December twenty fourth. It's almost midnight. The bad guys have been defeated, and Miles is like, "Well, you're all here anyway, so why don't you come in and we can open gifts?" Wait, no. Uh, Miles could be like, "You have to get out of here because Doc's gonna be here any minute." Yeah, really, and he'll be super pissed and, at like, me. The doors fly open, and Doctor Strange is like, "Well, then, what about <laughs> like, yeah. no? Why don't you stay? And we will have a raging house party. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Wong, drop a beat. <laughs> oh, you, you didn't so know. <laughs> you didn't know that's another power I had. Yeah, is that I? I have <laughs> sick beats. Um, <laughs> And hey, where did my '90s costume go? <laughs> well, yeah, he has he has a whole like trophy room. One of them's missing. Miles kept it. He's like, this is <laughs> kind of badass in a in a nostalgic kind of way. <laughs> Everything's old is new again, <laughs> right? Yeah, and like Strange's like, hmm. And the cloak levitation ends with like a hmm, like it's 
the, the tips of its cloak or like hold its arms up and a like kind of Christmas <laughs> Christmas Sirun uh, Senrun uh, saying uh, the cask of, of eternal winter would be a good catalyst. Oh yeah, yeah. Work that in there somewhere. Oh, that, that's how uh, what's her name uses like summons the great uh, the great blizzard as they use the casket winch in winters. Right, like that was her thing. That was her pet project. Like, and Laufey never believed in this. How about this? Who do you think built the thing? Yeah, exactly. That was me. I never got any credit for it. That's why I'm mad. I don't even want to conquer the earth. I just want credit for this thing I invented. <laughs> Which you're, which you're basically making her into, uh, what is it, Hell from uh, Ragnarok. That was pretty much her yeah, thing, too. Yeah. Hmm. The I just want credit. Hell, we don't even need, we don't need to really, like, twist it around and make it about, like, money or, or... It could just be about revenge. And it's like, she needs to get her hands on, like, a spell or a portal that takes her to Asgard and can wreck everything. And I mean, like, the idea is, oh, I don't even, is Asgard even here yet or anymore? No, it, they're back in old Asgard now. So there you go. Uh, but, like, the idea is that she's, like, it, 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 crap, there's, like, a thing that Strange can drink that's, like, a, a, an evil spirit or something. I mean, the trick is you just talk to a Dr. Strange expert, and we'll ask Tiffany, and be like, what can she get from the Sanctum that would give her power enough to defeat o Odin? What's a, what's a WMD, a magical WMD she can get? Right, or at the very least, like, some kind of, like, I think there's, like, a like a feather or something that can kill, like, Odin. I don't remember. Anyway, uh, but the idea is that, like, basically she wants revenge. And, like, you know, we need to get her back in the box or back in the thing before the, like, before the last toll of Christmas Day or something. Like exactly. That. We got we to gotta work that out there. Oh, we can work some ghosts in there, too. We need some Christmas ghosts that also happen to be running around the Sanctum. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, Miles can, like, knock over a thing or... Or, 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 you know, accidentally open it, like, release them, trying to, like, do something else to stop the, 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 the oncoming uh, horde of, of, of winter hand-themed characters. Mm. Uh, and it's just, he, release, he releases ghosts. Yeah. Um, they could also, they, they, maybe they could be, hell, they, we could just go make them Christmas spirits, or they could be, like, spirits of guilt. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Spirits that, like, they're not necessarily, like, ghosts in terms of, like, that's John Smith's spirit. It's more like... These are these these are like ancient, like kind of like theme thematic things that used to like float through the world and like right. give you like feelings of like ill will or angst or you know, it made people like you know miserable. It's like what caused mm. the uh, the dark ages or something like that. Or it made yeah. I mean like. It, I don't know. <laughs> That's just if you we, want to use ghosts. We, we, we got to try and get the, these are the chains I forged in life. I want to get that in there somewhere. Oh, yeah. Uh, Heartless Fang. Maybe it turns out that Miles can use Doctor Strange's recorded voice to activate the magic items, but his cell phone goes oh. dead near the climax. There you go. He's running out of battery over the 12 days. He's like, I got to try and charge my phone or else I'll lose my lifeline. Right. Doesn't this guy own a USB? <laughs> Yeah, really? Seriously, you have everything else in this house. You don't have a friggin' iPhone charger. Yeah. Um, man. Cool. Yeah, okay. Uh, and the house is a maze, too, so he can, like, keep yeah. bumping into doors and, like, pulling books off shelves and finding rooms he never even knew were there. Oh, it's it's like the scene from Ragnarok where Odin or where Thor's in the Sanctum and, like, rooms mm. become other rooms and... It's like an Escher painting at times. Yeah, he finds a picture on Doctor Strange's wall. It's him hanging out with the original Defenders. Oh, my God. I mean, Easter eggs galore, but, like, okay, 
this is more towards the end, but like basically through this adventure, Miles goes from being like, I don't know where anything is to like learning the whole sanctum, like the back of his hand. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like using it to his advantage against, uh, like against skull and helps Odin and all that. And, and at the end of it, like, you know, after the house party, strange is like, well, you're fired. <laughs> like, get out. I'm just, Leave me be. Yeah, I shouldn't have trusted, like, a child to not... Or, I don't remember if Wong... I think Wong is still working with Strange, but I think he hates him or something. I have to ask right. him what the situation is. But the idea is, you can give the line to either Wong or Strange, but, like, he says, now where is that, like, book of blah, blah, blah? And Miles like, oh, it's over here. And he just hands it to him. You know, like Miles, mm-hmm. like just proving I can actually do it, and I learned mm-hmm. I learned the ropes, and it turns out like I would actually not be nearly as good for this job if it weren't for the fact that I screwed things up and did this thing. Yeah, I like the idea. It has to be that like Miles lets Skull out. Yeah, because that's that's a good hero thing of the oh I messed up, but now I need to fix it. Yes, I have to put it right, and in doing so, learn a lesson and actually come out better on the other end. Yeah. Uh, then you have the opportunity to keep opening up more stories where Miles and, and Doctor Strange either team up, or you, you can put Miles into Doctor Strange books, or Doctor Strange into Miles books. It's that kind of thing. Oh, you could set up a sequel where it's like, tell you what, next year I'm coming to your house. <laughs> Miles like, please don't. And then that's just a whole thing, because his family knows he's Spider-Man. It's like, oh, you should have your wizard friend and his Asian manservant come to visit. <laughs> How very progressive of you. What? <laughs> And then, like, Baron Mordo tries to kill them that year or something, and so that becomes a big thing. Right? Ryan Franklin just wanted to drop by quickly and wish you guys and everyone in the population a happy holiday. Thank you for an amazing year of content. Thank you, Ryan, for hanging out with us and, of course, watching this content. We do appreciate it, man. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, yeah. So, all right. Now we got to throw in all the Christmas tropes. Right, of course. What can we get in here? Uh, again, we talked about Miles maybe wanting to get uh, someone in his life, a really important gift. Yep. Uh, a bunch of the heroes with kids, you know, Luke Cage and Jessica Jones help out, but they really want to be done in time so they can go and make Christmas for their daughter. Mm-hmm. So you got like a little time crunch for them. Yep. Uh, you could also have, you got I, I like the idea of put, making it kind of like a Grinch kind of situation where Miles kind of loses the Christmas spirit and then he gains it back. At the very least, he, he gains a spirit of like, uh, a family and compassion and like, cause he's been so overworked this year. This is like his first adult Christmas where like the, cause he's going from a child to an adult and like the magic is dead. And he's like, I don't even know why I bother putting up with Christmas anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Like what, like my, my, pa- my parents and my family are so busy every year. I don't even know why we'd be bothering even putting up a tree. Yeah, which is which is something I think would uh, appeal and resonate with a lot of readers because oh, I think that's something everyone goes through. Yeah, and uh, and at the end he like, you know he, he he you know maybe he comes home and he you know he works through the night. His parents wake up and there's a tree like there's a tree up. You know he, he put it yeah. all up and he got everything ready, and they're like why like you know that's I mean that's it's amazing we we're, we're so like thrilled to see it Miles, but like what made you change your mind? And he's like I thought that we could use a little more magic in our lives. Wink. Ah, I like that. <laughs> Wink, nudge. That's fun. That, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, not fart. It's wholesome. Um, <laughs> yes, I, I like that a lot, actually. And then maybe we can have the big exchange of gifts. Or, like, maybe we can even do something with New Year, because I know that's always the thing where it's like, well, New Year comes right afterwards. So it's like, oh, maybe I should ring in the New Year with da 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 da. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of like other tropes that also would work to go in there. 
Um, we did say we wanted to use Odin instead of Santa, but we wanted to allude to Santa. Yes, and I think we should make, uh, if I were talking to our artist friend, we'd say, Skull needs to look like a ice-based female Krampus. Yeah, see, they already did the Krampus, actually, not too long ago in Marvel, so the Krampus does indeed exist. Yeah, but I'm, but I'm just saying, like, just alluding to the idea of, like, a, an anti-Santa. Like, it's not... It's not literally the the Krampus. It's more like just make it look like that. You know we got I mean? horns. We got a tail. We got, we got, horns, we got all the hooves. We got some kind of like you know uh, like the whole the whole horror aspect of it. Really, just just to just to add that ratchet up that like thematic in in the back of your mind. You're thinking Krampus, but you're also like just kind of horrifying. Right. It's cool visual. See, I thought you were going to go like a like ice miser or something. She should look oh my like God, the ice Mr. Miser. Freeze miser. Ah, <laughs> uh, there you go. I, Mr. White Christmas. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. I'll take Freeze Miser or Krampus. Either one. I feel like too. Like we should work in more ice themed villains. Like maybe Captain America or the Avengers. Are like spend the whole holiday doing it wrong. Where it's like, ah, you know, a deep freeze in New York. Let's go hassle all the ice themed villains and see who's behind this. Right. Blizzard. Uh, I think and just character there and just see what they're doing with their holidays where it's like, no, man, I'm, you know, I, I'm just hanging out. I'm celebrating Kwanzaa. What's your problem? Right. Fantastic Four, of course, have no problem at all. They're like front walk is perfectly cleared because you and Torch lives there. Yeah, they're like, oh, this is are there problems out there. Drinks cocoa. <laughs> this is nice. Well, all they need to do <laughs> is give me a call. Yeah, I miss Christmas in New York. This is so magical. Um, or, or have it be like something like, hey, you know, Ben, should we get out there and help out? And he's like, nope, don't open until December 25th. Yeah. Okay. I'm on vacation. What if Skull, the first thing that she does, unbeknownst to everybody in the beginning, except for us as the reader, is traps Odin. Mmm. Thereby, like, the only the only person who can stop her, it's like there's a prophecy, <laughs> blah, 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 but, like, only Odin can, can put the magic back, can put the genie back in the bottle. She you know, kind of like dogma, like we need to put her out yeah, yeah. first. Uh, so we like we 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 cripple Odin, maybe either like trap him in a human body, but more more I'm thinking like trap him maybe in the casket of, an, of ancient winters or something. But like trapping that, Odin, I actually do like Odin being trapped on Earth as a concept there, and he has to hang out with people and learn the goodness during the holiday season of how people are different. Right, but my thinking is like it's it's it thematically would work more for Miles to have to like learn you know, to like embrace magic and believe again. The idea is like to have belief, have faith again. Um, but the idea of like miles being like kind of like jaded and science based and like my, my, my spider was genetic and my mentor mm. was science based and I, you know, I don't, you know, I don't fly or anything. I got spider powers and it's all very scientific. But, I, uh, I like the idea of him having to literally crack a book and actually be like, okay, Cass of winters. What the hell is this about? And that's the thing. Like, so, my, I like the idea of Miles using his, uh, f- his like phone to like have Doctor Strange like summon spells and stuff, but his f- his his battery's dying and so forth. Um, but but basically like Miles being like, but I can't cast spells. Like I no. I'm not a sorcerer, supreme or otherwise. Or otherwise. And uh, and basically like, he gives it a sh- a shot, and the spell he uses is the is the freeing spell for Odin. Like, he frees That's Odin. fun, too. Um, and Odin's like, wow, there must be a little bit of magic in that... <laughs> old silk book you found. Silk, <laughs> in those old silk pants you're wearing. <laughs> um, but basically, that, like, Miles is the one who, like, 
Because otherwise, if, you, if it's just that Odin shows up at the end, it kind of undercuts Miles' struggle because it means... He didn't like, learn could, anything. He didn't learn anything. He didn't really do anything. It's like the Indiana Jones effect of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like, if you ever think about it, like, if you take Indiana Jones out of the movie, everything happens exactly the way it would happen. It's true. So if you can re- if you can remove the protagonist and everything still happens exactly the way it would, you, you have no story. So it has to be that Odin is shut away. Miles learns to like believe enough to free my or to free Odin so that Odin can put the genie back in the bottle and help out too. Yeah, I like that. Too. Hell, uh, we can even have like Miles be like take care of the the last remaining, you know, gloves uh, while Odin is vanquishing. Uh, skull, but that, that that I like too because you have your antagonist and your sub antagonist, and sometimes the sub antagonist is more interesting. That's true, yeah. Uh, and so you know, so at the end of the day, you have this story about like about a, a jaded teenager who learns to maybe like lighten up a little bit, a little more. Learns the reason for the season. The reason for the season, and uh, so it, we, I think you could probably stretch this into about six to ten, six to eight issues. You could. Um, I like. I, I like the twelve days thing. I like the idea of Miles is keeping a journal. It's like day one internal oh, monologue, yes. day two internal monologue, timestamp. Mm-hmm. Getting tired now. Haven't eaten in a bit. Not gonna dare eat what Strange has on hand. Right. Open the refrigerator and it's a throwback to Aaron, where it's like there's tentacles coming out of it, and he's like, no. <laughs> I ate Boy, baking I wish soda I... today. <laughs> Boy, I wish I could order a pizza. <laughs> this man doesn't even have ramen noodle in the back. What's wrong with him? Yeah. Uh, and now we need a title, and it needs to be, like, winter-themed. Uh, winter uh, Winter Wars, Marvel's Winter Wars. Winter Wars is good. Because uh, you kind of got, like, a Secret Wars thing and a Civil War thing. Yeah. Spider-Man Winter Wars. Spider-Man, the deep freeze. The deep freeze. Um, it needs to be a kind of title that you can have a cool logo for, that you can put on the top of all the tie-in books, of course, that you're going to mm. make your real money out of. Um, I do like Winter... I think we're going to... St- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit on Winter Wars unless I see or think of something better. Um, mm. But I'll, maybe, I'll, maybe. Yeah. Maybe something Yule. You want to work a Yule in there no, somewhere? It's too... It's too, set, it's too uh, you know, it, it's it's too on the nose. We want to we want to yeah. go more like generic, more more open, so that everybody, you know, non-denomination right. can read it. Um, well, you see, my, my my thing for Yule is like, oh well, because there you got the Viking connection on that one. That's true. Yeah, yeah, uh, I do like that. Um, mm. This is this is harder than it seems. About, uh, you could also do Frozen Days. That one works too. Uh, I do like the build, the big chill. Um, big chill, because then they, they got like a movie reference too. Yeah, it could be the big freeze. The big freeze also. Ah, but you don't want to confuse people with Mister Freeze. No, that's true. Um, no, not that DC owns the word freeze, but still, right? Um, you don't want to create confusion in the marketplace, as they say. Exactly, exactly. Um, like cold vengeance. Uh, I'm trying mm. to think of something like because cold it's about shoulder. Cold shoulder. No, it's got to be. Shoulders. It's not a. It's not a word. It's not a marketable word. You're gonna. Mm, it really so, isn't. Yeah. It's a shame. Frozen out is also the name of a DC thing because I like Frozen out. I do like that too. Snowed um, in, but snowed in isn't really. That doesn't have an oomph. That doesn't grab you. Know, you that... Snowed in. It's it's innocuous enough for you to for to go for you to read it and go. Who, who's snowed in? What do you mean? Mm. Like like. Iron Man snowed in. What, what? What? How much snow would it take to to snow in Iron Man? Like, you know, and then you're like, oh, now you're starting to wonder more about it. I kind of like snowed in. 
Mm. Also, it, it it's it's the snowed in era. You know what I mean? Like, oh, remember snowed yeah. in? Like, <laughs> remember when Marvel yeah. got snowed in? Like that kind for of for all of December. Oh, that's okay. You know what? I I like that too much. Uh, and then I think the event is called Snowed In, mm-hmm. and then it's just all the subtitles are like whatever books you want to do. Power Man right. snowed in, Iron Man snowed in, Captain America snowed in. That's cool. They all take it, and they're all special number ones. Yeah. Wow. We've done it again. (laughs) (laughs) Pat ourselves on the back. It's a Christmas miracle. Christmas miracle. We did it. Uh, But yeah. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That is a winter themed Marvel Comics event that Marvel can do any day now. Uh, Just call us. It's too late, but we could get ready for (laughs) next year if you're interested. Absolutely. We've got time now to build up for it, exactly. get all the art get teams some, together. I mean, and the fact that it's like cemented in time or that it's that it's like kind of like open, like open ended doesn't matter how like when it takes place. As long as you don't kill off Miles or Doc by the time de- December comes, yeah. um, you could get any artist on it and just be like, sure draw this now. <laughs> who's 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 good at drawing snow show of hands Ooh, ooh, yeah i don't know uh i i'm I'm thinking maybe uh maybe andy or adam kubert uh always a good one i like andy kubert because i'm thinking of uh those really cool snow scenes from dark knight 3 the master race Mm, that's really good that was kind of fun um i mean anybody could do david marquez would be great uh is it easier or harder to draw snow because you have to do less work? Hey, look, it's all white. It's a lot less work for the colorist and mm. uh, for the penciler, absolutely. Cause it's just line and then X's. Which here's hoping that because of that, we can turn this around fairly quickly. Oh, yeah. Oh, because they, the, beautiful, the, the beauty of it. Oh, and you get like somebody like Mike Delundo, but like somebody who does like really. Who did the variants? There's somebody who does like really, really great variant work. I'm trying to think of who it is, but like, I want like, re- like kind of like almost Thomas Kincaid esque variant covers where it's like mm. key Marvel locations, but covered in a blank, like but covered in a blank. Oh, like, the same like under snow with just a little bit of light coming out the seal of the Vishanti. I like that like, a lot. The, the X Mansion covered in snow. You know, like the the, the Baxter the, Building. The Baxter Building. Uh, what's it called? Castle Cause, Doom. Castle Doom. Because you know that. The Fantastic Four will get the Baxter building by then. Um, but, like, a bunch of different uh, people like that. Uh, a bunch of That's different so locations clever. like that. But those are, like, the variant covers. That's really clever. Oh, man. Yeah. That's really good. I Hell, like that a lot, I was actually. thinking uh, you could do one where it's Hawkeye, but, like, it's Times Square. It's all closed. No, you know, all the lights are, like, emanating through. It's a great go- job for a great colorist, like Justin Ponzer or somebody, mm-hmm. um, or Paul Mounts. But like, and he's, like, snocky, uh, stalking the mounds of snow, I like it was, was the tundra. I was thinking, like, it's yeah, it's basically, like, it's, it's, it's Clint, like, arrow and bow, vacant Times Square with just, like, Snow, everything's covered, everything's vacant, but just like the the the, the glow of the lights coming through the snow, and mm. just like that that ominous quiet that you know you can that you can feel and hear, that like says something really sinister is happening in this beautiful scene, and you don't know what it is. That's Hawkeye snowed in, and it's just like it's Clint who's actually not stuck anywhere. He's like trapped outside, and he's just trying to yeah. deal with stuff. Like I don't know. Ooh, he's got he's got to try and get back inside because he was shopping in Times Square. Ooh, and then he's got to help like the homeless population. He's like, well, who's helping these people? Right, exactly. They're all gonna freeze to death. I got to take them somewhere. <laughs> maybe maybe they go underground and they run into the Morlocks in oh, the no. sewers. The Morlocks. Yeah, I'll take it. 
Nice, nice little callback to I'm. Uh, what is there? We wish you a Morlock Christmas. I was just gonna say that's exactly what I was thinking of. Only Clint is here. And it's like this feels weirdly familiar. <laughs> and I, I feel like I've seen it, but I have nothing to do with it. <laughs> um, there you go. Uh, so uh, Avengers snowed in. X Men snowed in. Oh, it's, it writes itself. It sells itself. It really it. does. Uh, yeah. And we get. Uh, I would love. By the way, I've seen a couple of people mention Francis Manipal. I felt like he was a DC artist, but like, uh, trust me, I'd love to see him work on some Marvel books. Um, uh, Pepe Larza has been killing it right now too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they were they're doing Extinction, and they're like the the new Stuart Eminem. Like, mm. get it. Uh, but yeah, I would love to see Francis Manipal do those covers. Um, yeah. So, and of course, Gabriel Delato do a good job too. But a lot of good talent out there I, these days. I wanted days. to get done in time, which is why I didn't Yeah. Time, but, uh, yeah, so there you go, everybody. A, a, a Marvel snowed in. A, a, a huge mega event that also is just a quiet little story about uh, about some snow. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, a little, just, a little, just a little magic, a little Christmas magic for you. But uh, mm-hmm. we, uh, we will continue to do this uh this kind of like revisiting elseworld stories and and episodes that we haven't got a chance to really like get into before uh for the month of december thank you so much for hanging out with us uh by the way check out our patreon or uh, my patreon really go to patreon.com slash comic pop to catch the 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 shorter sister show to the elseworlds exchange called one shots just a little uh segment that we do specifically for that that you can find over there um it's short but it's sweet it is it is a lot more stuff like this over there um so check it out but uh, we will thank you so much for hanging out with us and we'll see you guys next week and of course stay tuned for this week's back issues which of course is tied in with into the spider-verse which comes out next week which i've already seen and it's really good Um, lucky first third is kind of like who cares but like the rest of it's really really good that's nice but uh yeah, so happy holidays, everybody. We'll see you guys next week. And, of course, I'm excited. We don't have to say, like, this is our holiday episode. Like, there's more holiday shenanigans to come. Oh, yeah, most definitely. But we'll see you guys then. I'm Sal. And I'm Joel. Thanks a lot for hanging out with us.